how to have a one-track mind can only go one way to supersize grow your business. Sharon Hornells from here, and our idiom today is one-track mind. Now, most areas where there's train tracks, they have at least two sets of tracks. The trains can go in both directions. Okay, well, upside, upside down. But there are areas, there's lots of parts of the country, there's lots of areas in, the, in the, our country, that's in the United States, and I'm sure in other countries as well, where there's only a single track, especially between long distances. There's just one track that runs there. That means the trains have to take turns if they want to go in different directions. Now, what does this have to do with a singular focus? Because really what having a one-track mind means, means you're always thinking about one thing. You're always on one subject, one topic, one focus. And I actually learned about this when I was a, a little girl. One of my sisters, my sister Carrie, who's a year younger than me, uh, wanted a poke out book. I don't know if you know or remember what paper dolls were, but a paper dolls poke out book was where you'd poke out the little doll and then you'd poke out all the little outfits and accessories. I think they still have, I, my granddaughter's got a, a magnetic doll book where, where it's not a book, it's in a little case and it's got little magnetic outfits, but that's the, the more advanced high tech version of a poke out book. My sister wanted this poke out book and she got fixated on it. She couldn't think about anything else. She couldn't do anything else all day long, every day for like two months, every single day. She talked about poke out books. She looked at pictures of poke out books. Every time a, a poke out book came on television or any time we were anywhere that she would see a poke out book, she would just be gravitating toward it and begging my parents from the time she got up to the right before she said her night prayer went to bed. She was always asking them every single day relentlessly for this poke out book. Finally, after about two months of this, my dad shows up after work one day with a poke out book for my sister Carrie. And that taught all of us girls a lesson, right? Not just my sister Carrie, but all of us that if you want something and you focus on it with direct <laughs> persistence and relentless pursuit, you will achieve it, you will get what you want. It doesn't mean your parents will give it to you, but if you have a singular focus to get anything that you want, you will make that happen. You will create that in your life. You will create that in your business. So how do you apply this focus to getting what you want? One thing I learned, one of the biggest lessons I learned as I transitioned from the brick and mortar world to the online world is that online, it is even more important to have a focus, to be focused on one thing. What is the one thing that you um, serve people with? Me, I'm all about challenges. I help people overcome obstacles and challenges. And I'm, I, I'm always doing a challenge. Challenges are my singular focus online. Now, I can do a ton of other things online, right? I can do a ton of other things offline with respect to business. But in order to attract the people that I want to attract, I want to attract people that are willing to address their challenges, are willing to address and change something in their business in order to improve it and make it better. And that starts with a singular focus. Um, offline, for 37 years, I had an Italian food manufacturing business, and my focus was on Italian food manufacturing. It wasn't always singular because uh, many of those years I was also in corporate America, so my focus was split, right? But I still did similar activities, and my focus was on quality customer service in corporate America as well as in business, in my Italian food manufacturing business. So even though I had two different things going on, I had a singular focus, and I I took the skills that I had learned in corporate America and applied them to my own business and my side gig. It was just a side gig back then. Um, 
So how do you do this? How do you, and what's the benefit of being on a one-track mind, having a one-track mind, a singular focus in your business? Number one, it attracts the people that you most want to work with to you and to your business. I don't know about you, but I have gone through periods in my life and in my career where I was working with my not ideal client, my people that weren't the perfect customers for me to be working with. And it was absolutely positively miserable. It was miserable for me. I tried to make sure it wasn't miserable for them, but it probably wasn't the best possible experience for them as well, right? Because when we're working with the people that are right for us, it just clicks and it feels right. And that's a, a singular focus, to make sure that we're attracting and working with the perfect people for us. There's nothing worse than convincing somebody to buy your product or service and then realizing that it's not a great fit because no matter what you do, no matter how much you try, you can't force some things. And that's one of those things that you can't force. So have a singular focus in deciding who you're gonna serve and what type of people you're gonna serve and stick with that. And then other people will be attracted to you and come to you, but they can't find you in this sea of infinite possibilities of both the online and offline world now um, unless they know who you are and what you can do for them and how, and that you're the expert and focused in that area. The other areas in our business is to focus on our genius zone, what makes us unique and special and what we're really good at. We need to focus on that and build upon that. There's so much information and I've done this over the last several decades of personal development and, and learning because we are always in corporate America trying to fix our weaknesses or improve our improvement areas, right? Instead of focusing on what we were awesome at and building upon that like a strong foundation and building block, it was always what's wrong with you and there's a whole lot of that in our society, right? Judging and focusing on what we don't want and what's not great about us and unique about us. You know, I'm never going to be six feet tall. So if you're giving me feedback on being short, I can't do anything with that and I don't even want to do anything with that. So there's no point on judging me for something that I just am not and, and I don't even want to be. I kind of like being short. There's advantages to whatever we are. And if we focus on those advantages, we have a much happier life, number one, and, and we get better results, number two, than if we focus on what we don't have, what we can't change, what's, what's you know, it's like thinking that you can change the weather, or being mad about the weather. It's raining today, I'm really grumpy, or dang it, it's snowing. What's the point? There's nothing we're gonna do unless you have a weather machine and then call me up because that'd be awesome. I'd like sunshine every day and rain and, and fall weather only at night, but that's just me. So instead of focusing on things that we cannot change and it just really doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what the weather's like today because it's gonna be different tomorrow, right? So. Focus on the things that we can control and we can change. So that, that would be a great singular focus. So your genius zone, focus on what you can control. Focus on your thinking and your, your beliefs and your attitude. Set a good example for people. You know, personal development to me is a singular focus because it's a lifeline, it's a lifelong activity that we can all participate in that just makes the world a better place. If we're always working on becoming a better person and experiencing this life as only we can experience it, that that's a great singular focus that pretty much anybody can wrap their head around. Uh, and, but it's different and unique for each and every one of us because we're all different. So I would love to know your experience with this idiom. It actually was first published in 1928. Uh, I'm not sure, I'm trying to think about history and trains and, and why that would have been when it was popular, but uh, One Track Mind was first described and used in, in that year. 
and since then people have been talking about and using the expression one-track mind. I know I've, I've definitely told people they have a one-track mind. I definitely have been accused of having a one-track mind in certain areas and certain aspects of my life. And, and I don't look at it as a negative. You can look at anything as a negative or positive. It's entirely up to you. But I'd love to know your experience with this. Share in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you apply it to your business right now? Take care. Bye. I have a one-track mind about helping people grow their businesses, I guess. Take care. Bye.